Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. and you may know me from such films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and a whole bunch of View Askew films. And you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello everybody and welcome to a special Rewind edition of Talk Time Live exclusive. I'm your host, Xavier Josiah, and I said that I was going to do this um, when I did the Select Start podcast recently, um, which if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because I talk about, you know, Naruto Cross Barto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, giving you my thoughts on that. But this episode, I said I was going to do this because two reasons why it's the holiday season. Thanksgiving just came and Black Friday just came. And second, I'm still... Coming, I'm still recovering from a cold. You can probably still hear a little bit of congestion. I'm feeling a little better, but not enough to stretch it out for another couple hours of talking. So I'll have a new episode coming this week. The Game Awards are coming up and all this stuff, but that's here nor there. This episode I'm going to throw up is from like our first generation of interviews that we've done. Uh, one of which I've still, it was like a literally, I'm not joking, a bucket list name that I wanted to talk to because of his association in the world of video games. But if you know the name of TC Carson, if you don't know the name of TC Carson, actually, you probably didn't watch what we in the black community consider the, and really honestly, the original friends. And I'm talking like the TV show friends. Um, before friends, there was a show called live a single in that show. There was a character called Kyle Barker. Kyle Barker was a smooth swagger, you know, somewhat kind of pretentious dude every once in a while, but he was dope all around and people loved him. And he was played by an actor named TC Carson. TC Carson also went on to play and voice one of the most iconic characters in video game history. Uh, actually, he is considered the original voice of this character, and that is none other than Kratos from God of War. He is the considered the younger voice of Kratos because Christopher Ju uh, judge, as we all know, went on to do the new version, the version that of the older version of Kratos. Now in this interview, I believe we do talk about why TC Carson didn't play, go on to play the older version. Cause he could have easily done that, but they just went a different direction apparently. But we talk about that. We talk about a lot of things. I mean, this is one of our first generation interviews. So it was, this was indeed, I'm not joking. I, this was a bucket list interview for me because when I found out that TC Carson 
was playing the role of Kratos and nobody knew at the time until I think God of War three, when they, you know, if you play the game, you'll see the behind the scenes, you know, of God of War. And then you, they reveal who's the voice of Kratos. And when you're looking at this, like, Holy crap, that's, um, that's Kyle Barker from living single. So and nobody knew that he, this dude had a voice like this. Not only does he have a voice like that, but he's also a great singer as well. He's an all around, you know, act. He's a, he's a great class act, a really classy dude, you know, loves jazz. If you watch, Living single, you heard him, um, you know, do the uh, My Funny Valentine song or whatnot. But I've wanted to get a chance to talk to him and I managed to reach out to his management and, you know, we got it. We made it happen. And again, I look at that situation and I'm like, how in the blank did I make this happen? How did I do this? It's just amazing the amount of people that we've gotten a chance to talk to even back then, even in the beginning stages, um, of that, like how, how many people that we got a chance to talk to and then how many chances, how many moments and opportunities that I had to talk to now. So, um, the one, the other thing that you'll notice too, is that this is the audio is different from compared to what you're hearing now. You know, I've evolved majorly from that time, but also I had a cast of crew of members in there. I had a bunch of co-hosts that was a part of this as well. And it was an opportunity for all of us, you know, who grew up watching that show to be able to like enjoy this conversation and they get a chance to enjoy this conversation and in an interview with him as well. And, you know, it was a great time. It was a really great time, uh, talking with TC and, um, man, I, you know, shout out to him for even doing it. And, you know, every once in a while, if you notice that you hear the liners, before the show of him, he normally doesn't do it, but he did it for me. So I was, and didn't did it. And not only that, but did it in Kratos voice. So I was more than honored to have this brother out here. Cause he, he's still doing this thing out here. He's still performing. He's still, you know, acting. And he also, you know, really cool activist out there. He fights for, you know, the community and culture. So, you know, enough respect to him, but you know, I wanted you guys to get a chance to listen to this because there are a lot of people who didn't get a chance to hear this interview, like who are new to this show. And this is one of a few interviews that did not make it when I transferred all the data and episodes from my new provider. So I said I was going to do this and uh, this is happening now. So folks, for your listening pleasure, and again, listening pleasure, because this is way before I started doing video interviews. So you're, this is the only the audio version here, so um, there will not be a video version of this at all, unfortunately, and I wish it was, but I didn't do video until 2021, thanks to Molly Flanagan and Lisa, who we really got my feet uh, in the water of doing that. So without further ado, folks, here is our classic Talk Time Live exclusive interview with the voice of the original Kratos, T.C. Carson. Here comes a new challenger. Time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, on the day that celebrates our fifth anniversary of ACMG, I have a guy that I've been a fan of since he was living large in 1991 as Dexter Jackson. <laughs> he was living single as the swag heavy character Kyle Barker and living in hell as the voice of Kratos of one of the best games ever, God of War. He is none other than a multi-talented actor, singer, and much more. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you T.C. Carson. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm great, brother. I'm great. Glad to be here with you guys. 
Not a problem. It is our pleasure, indeed. I mean, you you can't understand how you know we're we're trying to you know we're trying to man up and everything right now, but like you know behind the scenes we were <laughs> we were kind of geeking out. So I'm not even gonna put a front on that, right? Now. <laughs> That's cool. We're all we're all with we all with wives or girlfriends or whatever like that, and we're raging out on them the same way, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, how are you right now? Where do, where are you calling? From? Where are you uh residing these days? Uh, I am. Uh... Currently in between LA, Atlanta, and New York. God bless you. <laughs> How's the weather out there right now? Uh, cold. You know, it was a pretty nice day today, though. Pretty nice day today. Good. That's good. But it was been it's been cold the last couple of days. Yeah, I guess we got it every once in a while. We're we're about due. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to get down to the questions right now. You know, we got a ton of things to ask you about. You know, you have such a great career, a multi-talented career, not just in acting, but also singing as well. And I want to make sure that we get every bit of that to talk about with you and, you know, just celebrate all that you that you have done, you know, you know, to, you know, and uh, help our lives be, become more enjoyable. So, well, let's get underway. Um, can you actually talk about because I again, like I mentioned in the introduction, I followed you since, uh, you know, you were Dexter Jackson on Living Large. And trust me, I know that movie too well because there weren't that many people with my name or close to it at the time. <laughs> and I love and I, and I always love the message that it was, you know, going for. It was that time is the 90s. It's funny that it's still relevant to this day. And, um, how did you hmm. how did you know? Can you talk about what led you to um, your love of acting and how did you get picked for the part of Living Large? Um, all of two very different questions. Wow. <laughs> um, I I got picked for, for Living Large by doing an audition. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned for it in Chicago and um, they flew me out for a screen test and they liked what they saw and they gave me the job, which was cool. Wow. Did you, did uh, you have any competition with that or? Um, I think, yeah, I think there were a couple of other actors that were up for it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I, I'm a firm believer that what's for you doesn't get by you if you if you're paying attention, if you're paying attention, you know. Nice. And um, that was my gig. And it was a great, really great um, job to work with Michael Schultz, who's a wonderful director, Cooley High and other films during that time period. Um, really uh, great first time, uh, first time director for me. Yeah. You know, it was really good for me because he was he understood everything. Yeah, he understood everything. He knew how to talk to people. He never raised his voice. He never hollered or screamed at people, mm-hmm. but he always got the work done. Right. You know, so it was really cool. Um, my my want to be a performer. Yeah. Um, started in grade school. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in an era where they were still doing things for inner city kids. And there was a program called the Title VI program that brought music and theater and dance to inner city children after school. Mm-hmm. And because of that program, I am the artist I am today. Right. It always you takes know, one uh, teacher or one somebody to acknowledge your, your gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and an outlet yeah. to give you some, some place to really use it. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, that fostered my love for music and dance and theater. And that moved to high school where we started our own theater group and we wrote plays and we did uh, performances at other high schools and at colleges in the area, Chicago area, um, Indianapolis, Indianapolis area. And um, then I went to college and studied architecture and interior design. Wow. But still did uh, theater and music and dance and 
and here we are today. All right. <laughs> now, you were also a part of one of the most memorable comedies that Fox ever had to offer in Living Single uh, with a great collaboration of cast and, or, or talent, for that matter. Um, how were you uh, getting involved with that, you know, uh, at the time and, you know, end up working with such a great group? Again, it was an audition and um, it was a, it was a very quick get it was a very quick get. <laughs> I, got, I came out. <laughs> I had sent an audition in, and uh, they had turned me down and said, "No, we're good. You know, mm-hmm. we're all right." And then, but they called back maybe a month or so later and said, "We want to bring you out for you know screen test. Mm-hmm. Meet, meet some people." So they brought me out. We tested on a Tuesday. Um, I found out I got the job on Wednesday, and I went to work on Thursday. Wow. And it's been it's been set from there. I mean, you you guys started a tremendous, you know, multi season year with that, which, uh, which I still to this day am looking forward to uh, watching again. Um, <laughs> you went from you know transition from the calm, cool, and collective Kyle Barker to the most popular and angriest character ever in video games. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, Kratos has issues. Uh, yeah, I would say so. It, so. I would, exactly. It, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where did you find the idea of becoming a voice actor and let alone uh, how did they come about picking you for Kratos? And, you know, again, of course, an audition, of course. But, um, you know, how did where did you get the knowledge of knowing this character? or What intrigued you about this character? Well, you, you ask one question with six questions in the <laughs> one question. <laughs> it's like sub questions for that matter. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm not sure where well, to let's start. Just say, let's just say, let's just say, how did you uh, get the actual, you know, chosen to become Kratos? Okay. Again, like you said, auditions, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I think Kratos came at a time in, in my evolution where there was a lot of pent up stuff mm-hmm. and, to get a job where you have the opportunity to go in for two to four hours and vent and scream and be angry and evil and mad and all of that. Yeah. And then you can walk away from it. It was wonderful. (laughs) It was wonderful. I would go in and hate in the world and walk out just as nice and calm and whatnot. It was cool. Dream job for most for some people. (laughs) It really was for that time period, man. It really, really was. Because, you know, Kratos Kratos don't care. That is very true. (laughs) Somebody I would not ever want to get angry and, you know, think of these. He's not my father. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and coming from that, you I mean, it's spanned out. It's probably one of the most used characters in any video games crossed over to so many different video games, too. Um, you had no idea this was going to happen at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I remember the first Comic-Con I went to and I saw the response to the character and to me as the voice actor. It was it was a little overwhelming. Yeah, because I never really thought about it. I mean, I don't, I don't do what I do for that. I do what I do because I love doing it, and it's kind of what I feel I'm put here to do. Mm-hmm. So when you get that kind of accolades, that kind of of acceptance of what you put out, it yeah. can be, it can be a lot. <laughs> right, it can be right. a lot. You know, but understanding that people really enjoy the work. And I didn't realize until I did Kratos how strong a gaming community is. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and um, how they are really connected to each other and to the game world and to the games and the people who do the games. Right. Yeah, it's cool. I think what I appreciated from the entire is one of the best, one of my favorite trilogies in video games of all time. I can tell you that now. And what I definitely enjoyed about it is that at the time I was in college and I was taking art history. So part of part of uh, one of the subjects was Greco-Roman history and mythology and such. So, you know, we had the Greek history of, you know, Zeus and such. And for the first time ever, I discovered how much of a prick Zeus really was. So, uh-huh. <laughs> and then, you know, God of War comes out and lo and behold, you, you know, they they very intelligently narrated narrated the story and then you carry the voice that narrated throughout the stories of the mythology very well and i was just admiring how really deep uh and how important they really took the storyline with it even though they had a fictional character in kratos in there and you know i would say it inspired me to even pass our history to some extent wow that's cool it really was it really really was and thank you for that Oh, you're welcome, brother. Thank you. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. I mean, Kratos was a real person. He had he had real angst, and that's what I think I really enjoyed about doing the character. He wasn't angry and in that space just to be there. Yeah. You yeah. know, there was there were reasons why he was the way he was. He didn't like being the way he was. No. You know, and so that 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 dichotomy, that torn, that tearing of both sides of him all the time, you know, that's great to be able to play. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know, not only that, um, just it, the fact that it just lasted this long too, and man, it's still going to me. You are the, vo- you will forever be that voice or synonymous with that voice as like a Kevin Conroy is to Batman. Like they will probably be others afterwards, but none will match the, the quality and symbolism of that character for you. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Not a problem. It was a little disheartening when I found out they were doing a new game, but you know, yeah. things change. Yeah. Things change. Hey, they for what is worth for what is worth, they did the same thing to uh Kevin Conroy and they did bring him back, so don't never give up hope on that. <laughs> oh, so you know, I had a great time doing it. If it doesn't come back, I'm really good with it. You've done a nor- enormous amount of years to it. So it I think people <laughs> no, will only not, you know, relate it to you in my opinion. <laughs> well, thank you, brother. Not a problem. Hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm geeking out for a little bit myself. So frogs in my throat and everything. But um, <clears throat> so let me ask. Put it um, down. Put it down. Put it down. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I grew up watching Living Single, Living Large. And, you know, just following your career myself. So you know, this is a, a true nerd moment for me, and I'm I feel honored to be able to answer this talk to you. So um. Thank you. The first question I want to ask is, how has the, the landscape changed in the acting world since you first began? I think when I first started, um, acting was about craft. Mm. And now it can be more about celebrity. Hmm. Um, you don't have to know how to act in order to get acting jobs. You just have to be a celebrity. Right. Yeah. That so is, is I think it's dumbed down the craft to a certain extent. I think people don't feel like they have to study. They can get a video and be famous. Hmm. So the craft part is not as strong as it used to be. People don't think about studying it like they 
used to. They think about getting a big break, yeah. getting likes on Facebook and on my YouTube, and maybe that'll make me famous. Mm. You know, so um, reality TV changed the landscape of what is accepted on television, the level of talent that is accepted on television. Right. You know, um, but then you have so many independent people that are making great movies that, you know, we get to see some of. So, you know, there are people that are doing great work. I don't know if you guys have seen Moonlight. It's a really good movie. Great acting in that movie. Hmm. So, you know, it makes me understand that there are young, younger filmmakers that are really getting back to what it is to be a filmmaker and to have craft. You know, so it, every, everything is cyclical. I feel everything like this is, is also happening in music, too. And it, it's, it is a very sad in reality right now. It really yeah. is. Yeah, music is another place that is really... Again, there are people that are doing great music. It's just hard to hear it sometimes because we get drowned out by the other stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. Did I answer your question, brother? I started rambling. Oh, <laughs> brother, you, you answered my question. And you just, I mean, you just gave me insight on everything. It made me just think about a lot of things in retrospect. And, you know, think about how the way the world is changing. And, you know, like, you know, we're all, all people of a certain age. So we've seen how the world has changed so far. So just, you know, just hearing it from your perspective, it just you know, it puts me in a different mindset. And, I mean, I can I totally understand what you're saying. And, I mean, everything you're saying, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, he's absolutely right. The quality of things has changed. And, it's different. Yeah, the dedication, the energy, the craft. It's, it's a lot. I mm-hmm. totally agree with you. Totally. People spend a lot of time being famous and not as much time in craft. The artist, yeah. the artist, you know, diluting, it sounds like. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes you have to really look and see if somebody is, what is the talent, or are they just famous for being famous? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's taking us all you the know. way to the White House, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't, brother. I can't. I can't. I can't. You said more than enough by just expressing that, that way. <laughs> we are not going to do that in this interview. We are not going to do that. Uh-uh. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, you too. God bless, you. <laughs> God bless everybody. <laughs> but you know, and the other side of the coin of this whole thing, though, is that because of the internet, because of the access to um, fan base, people can really reach out and touch the people that enjoy what they do. Right. Yeah. You know, so you can get your product out to directly to people. You can cut out a mini, a, a middleman. And that has got, you know, record companies and movie companies, everybody scrambling. That is true. <laughs> I can vouch you for know, that. <laughs> when you can make a movie on your iPhone and, you know, get it out to 150,000 followers. Come on. That is true. I mean, there's some good to it. (laughs) Yeah. What do we use it for? That's the question. It's a moral and ethics type of, you know, situation in in some cases. Mm hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, and my final question for the evening will be, um, out of all the roles you had and all the characters, I would say, which one do you relate to the most? And I I mean, I can guess, I mean, I would say Kyle Barker. I mean, that's just looking from the outside. But I mean, who would you say you recommend? Who would you say you most relate to? Um, that's because I'm 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 pulling my Rolodex. I'm kind of going through. Are you just want film and television? Everything, everything you've done. Like, who do you personally just relate to the most? Everything you've done. You didn't tested him out. 
<laughs> the easy answer is Kyle. That's the easy answer. <laughs> because um, he was a, a, a amalgamation of several people in my life. Mm-hmm. So that character will always be close to me because of who he represents in my life. Right. Okay. Um, it was great to be able to do something that people hadn't seen before. Right. Um, and to have to do something that they hadn't seen before and that could represent my community in a way that was strong and about us. I think that's what the reason why I love that show so much because it gave us a good light. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, the, the easy answer is Kyle because he was the person that got me in front of the most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Terrence, you got anything? Oh yeah, I got plenty. Um, yeah. I just want to start by wait, saying, wait, 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 wait. I got a question first. I got a question first. Yeah, sure. Terrence, is it with an E or with an A? Mine is with an A. So we're kind of like uh, we're like from Terrence. parallel universes. <laughs> Because you're with an E, right? I'm Terrence, you're Terrence. I'm Terrence, correct. Okay, gotcha. Just I was supposed to be with an E, but I think my mom was given an epidural and she spelled it wrong when she started coming <laughs> in with two. That's the story my father tells me anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's up, bro? So I just want to start this off by saying thank you to you and Dax for the opportunity to be speaking with you tonight. I know I told you off air that this is a great honor for me, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome, brother. Thank you for having me, really. And I also want to say that when I told my wife who I was talking to tonight, the first thing she said was, oh, my God, I used to have such a crush on him. So she got really thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Come 630, 645, how about you go run some errands? (laughs) Why are you hating? Yeah, so um, I just want to thank you for being a very pleasant part of uh, just my youth. It was a very pleasant era of my youth. You guys were, you know, between you and Martin, you guys were the real must-see TV to me back in the day. I don't care what anybody says, that NBC stuff, nah, you guys were the real must-see TV on Thursdays. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. All right, so my first question pertains to uh, Kratos. I want to know... I know there's a lot of actors who don't actually watch the finished product that they're in. They might not watch the TV show or the movie that they participated in. So what I want to know is, did you actually play any of the God of War games that you were a part of? Okay, so see what had happened was... (laughs) No, I've I've tried, brother. I I don't have the patience to um, learn it. After about 15 minutes, I lose interest. <laughs> so I've, I've tried to play a couple of different games, a couple of games that I've been in. I really wanted to learn how to play God of War. And I played a little bit, and I went to Comic-Con, and this little 15-year-old boy just, just smoked me. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so and I just decided I wasn't going to do it again after that. Hey, if it helps, some of our previous guests, you know, voice actors and such, weren't anime fans either. So, you know, to that respect, it's understandable. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, you know, if I've got time to sit around like that, I'm going to go do something else. I don't want to sit in front of my, that's just me. You know, I don't, I, I can't, I, after 15 minutes, I'm trying to find something else to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, just, not, it's not that surprising, to be, to be honest. <laughs> 
that's why I asked the question because I know there's a lot of a lot of people in entertainment. They don't they don't take the time watch the things that they've been a part of. They they do it and they enjoy it, but you know when it's over for them, they just move on to the next thing. So that's why I asked. And a lot of times because you guys are uberly busy too. That and you know when you watch yourself, you critique yourself, mm-hmm. and so it brings up every bad mistake you did, everything you wish you had changed, every moment where you thought you had done something else and you realized they didn't take that take, they took the other take. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it just brings up. So you kind of, you do it, like you said, you do it and you walk away from it. You go on to the next thing. Right. Cool, cool. Okay, my next question also has to do with voice acting. Uh, when you did The Clone Wars, the voice of Mace Windu, were you, was there any pressure on you to kind of emulate Samuel L. Jackson, or did you go into it always thinking, I'm just going to make this character mine based on what's on the page? No, at first it was, the whole thing was they wanted Sam Jackson. They wanted that sound. Um, and in the, a couple of the video games, uh, I did try to, mimic him as best I could. In the Clone Wars, um, the director, he allowed me to find something else. He said, well, no, you don't have to stick to that. I want you to really think about who Mace is and who he was built to be with Sam and then figure out that voice. And so that's what we tried to do. Cool. Okay. Um, my next question, with all the revivals we've been seeing, like they brought back the X-Files earlier this year and they brought back Gilmore Girls on Netflix, would you be open to doing a mini revival with the cast? Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know how much money they pay? Um, that answer's no. I would be crazy not to (laughs) do that if they offered that to me. Good answer. I would be out of my mind (laughs) to make the money and get a chance to work with my friends. Come on. That's a win win, dude. (laughs) For everybody, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Quality TV, quality comedy, and TV would come back for once. That would be fun. It would be great to work with him again. We had a really good time. That was the best part about the job was that even with the drama we did have at times, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. the good times we had, the laughter we had, far outweighed all of that. Yeah, they were funny, funny as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one last question before we uh, end this. uh, And thank you so much again for being on the show. This is, again, this is Christmas come early for all of us here. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Not a problem. We'll uh, we'll definitely take you up on that. (laughs) But, um, you know, I mentioned music before and how much, you know, that is deteriorating, so to speak, in some in some circumstances. I know you're a man of music yourself. You perform. You're you, you're a big uh, advocate of jazz. I want to hear from you. What exactly is hot out there that we should be a privy of right now? I, you know, I know you've done stuff yourself. My funny Valentine is one of your favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Um, it's there's just a lot of people out right now. I mean, I, I put my Pandora on sometimes and I put in somebody like Layla Hathaway or um, Raheem Devon and just see what kind of comes up from that. And it's amazing. Some of the stuff Layla has a new project out. It's really great. Um, Snarky puppy is, is great. And she does some stuff with them as well. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it's, there's a lot, a lot of music out right now. Yeah. And I'm excited about where um, 
where we can find that's the great thing about the internet as well because we're not locked into the stations that we can only get on the regular stations right you can go on the internet and you can find all this new stuff you it know is the truth. so it, it it's a it's a double-edged sword you know it's a double-edged sword but there are a lot of people doing wonderful wonderful things right now and i'm hoping to be one of them soon yeah. Well, from what we always hear, you always do tremendous when it, when it comes to you getting on the mic and performing. So I, I, I don't have, think that'll be a problem. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, man. Thank you. Be. I'm working on it. The one last thing. Um, what are, what's uh, new for you next? What's com- uh, coming up for you? Um, we're working on a couple of things. Um, I realized that I think my my strength is on stage. So we're working on a, a piece that involves music and uh, maybe my journey thus far. Uh, and hopefully that'll be ready by spring. Uh, we're working on a new a CD project, which will hope, hopefully debut at the same time because right. <laughs> it's all kind of connected, you know. And those are the two things that I'm working on right now and still auditioning for things, you know, here in Atlanta and here in L.A. Uh, and we'll see what happens soon. Well, definitely, TC, on behalf of myself, you know, Andre and Terrence, the other Terrence, um, we definitely thank you for being on the show. (laughs) We definitely thank you for being on the show. We do, again, hope to have you on again in the near future. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate all you all. And and thank you for giving me the opportunity. Not a problem. And right now, can you do me a favor and let your fans and our listeners know where they can find you? Cool. You can hit me up on my Facebook page, which is the official TC Carson. I think they just changed my Instagram page to the official TC Carson. My Twitter is T at TC Carson. And I think that's about it. Nah, you don't need too much out there. It's way too much out there to do. <laughs> and, you know, social media is a beast. <laughs> and you know it, it it really is a lot it is a lot you know, i come from an era with a rotary phone <laughs> you're talking the whole entire group no, crew right here <laughs> <laughs> we're in that same club trust me hanging on the wall <laughs> come on now come with, with a cord that went all the way around the apartment with That's somebody right. on the other side picking up the phone and listening to what you're saying you gotta tell them to get off <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> No, That's thank funny. you again so much for that. And uh, God bless you and happy holidays to you as well. Same to you, brother. You all be well. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for taking the time for listening to us. On behalf of myself, Andre, Terrence, and the multi-talented TC Carson, this is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live exclusive. We are out of here. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.